In episode 58 of Plundergrounds, Ray Otis set a challenge to all of his listeners, which was to do a podcast on the following theme. Something old, something new, something borrowed, and something out of the blue. And curse him, that's been bugging me for days. And even though my series is officially over, I kind of wanted to record something. And this is that thing. My Something Old is the Imagine Player's Guide from the Imagine role-playing game. Imagine is a game that was written by W. Michael Tenery III in about 97, and again revised in 99, I think. And it's a pretty crunchy fantasy role-playing game, but it's a game that has inspired me on so many levels. Basically, there's a lot of imagination in this game. And I love, there's a lot of stuff I love about it. I love that there's races that I haven't thought about before, like the mountain avians and forest avians, for example, and a reimagination of elves and dwarves and and what they call midfolk, the halfling, um, in a way that perhaps harps back to the really early days of role-playing games. On top of that, there's lots of interesting classes, including some of my favourites, the White, Grey and Black Witches. And, yeah, it's a really rich game. A special note to me was the Master's Manual, which is the second book. And I loved it because it introduced to me really great ideas around running factions in games, what has become fashionable to call fronts, I suppose, in some ways. But in the Imagine role-playing game, I came across the idea of there being lots of factions and about factionalizing your entire campaign. And it's something that really influenced me and has made a big difference to me. And I find the combination of writing and artwork and ideas quite intoxicating to the point where I bought every single product, despite the fact that virtually nobody I know knows this game. It's really interesting to read and look through and rich and I did one time play the game with the original kind of role-playing club I had back at uh, my first school in, in rural Derbyshire many years ago I played Imagine with them and you know what we had a really good time really really good time and um, it surprised me how this relatively crunchy game which I suppose what it is there is the character creation is very detailed but the actual system and playing isn't. And the real golden gem, I suppose, that I love so much about it is the combat system, where when a player declares an action, they actually specifically not only target an area of the body, but also talk about the way in which they're wielding the weapon. So, for example, it matters whether you stab with your sword or slash with your sword in this game. And there's a really lovely little D20-based kind of mechanic that really it makes the game fun and the battle stuff interesting but of course you know probably most of the people listening to this 
It's probably way too detailed for most people's tastes. I don't know. Anyway, that's my something old, the Imagine role-playing game. If you're interested, the website is role-playing.com. 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 And it's pretty much run by Brian Carroll, who's one of the authors and, and artists. Really, really fabulous stuff. Yeah. Something old. My something new is um, from the Adventure of Conqueror King system. And, well, it's new to me anyway. Um, Alexander McCree published, what are we looking at, 2016, a book called Lairs and Encounters. Um, now, if I mention this in his most recent book about, uh, about GMing, but Lairs and Encounters for Acts has 165 ready-to-play monstrous lairs, one for every major monster in the Adventure of Conquer King system, which is based on BX, and it's cool. I mean, there is basically uh, exactly what it says. I'm looking here at the Medusa page, and there is a map and a series, a sort of short adventure, really. I think the idea is that you have about a half session to a session's worth of material, and these are something that you can drop into your campaign. And I will be using this book extensively. I just think it's a really interesting book, and potentially a really handy book. So if you've not come across it, check it out. Lairs and Encounters. Published by Autark, written by Alexander McCree. Something new. For something borrowed, I'm going to turn to volume one of David Hargrave's Arduin Grimoire and just share one entry that is definitely going in my campaign. Looking under new monsters, there's this thing called a Morghul. A Morghul. Described shadowy green, yellow, man-like shapes that smell like rotted flesh. A cross between ghouls and shadows. They get plus three save versus clerical turnaways. They are 100% fear and paralysis proof. Take half damage from acid, poison or venoms. Holy water burns them at one to ten points per vial. And these are a creature that's three plus one to five plus one hit dice. Um, I really like the idea of a half cross between a ghoul and a shadow. A more ghoul. From... Arduin Grimoire, Volume 1, David Hargrave. So there you go, something borrowed. For something out of the blue, I want to recommend something called Dragon Heresy, published by Douglas H. Cole. Dragon Heresy is a 5e derivative, and with all this recent chatter about 5e, I want to share it because I think Dragon Heresy fixes a number of things that basically I don't like about 5e. First of all, to say is that Dragon Heresy is a Viking-inspired setting uh, and a set of rules that respect that setting. So you have new races and you have new classes, or at least reimagined races and classes. And on top of that, there are some really cool new little rules that have been kind of brought into the GIST system. I wanted to mostly talk about three of those things. First of all, Douglas Cole has brought in uh, wounds uh, mechanic and what that means is there's, there's sort of two types of damage and wounds are something that basically show how hard you are to kill the other half of the thing is the vigor point so vigor is your reserve your skill grit luck and physical stamina and then wounds is you know once you're absolutely too tired and too outmatched to dodge and parry and everything else then you start taking the injury 
I like this mechanic. It's um, not a new one, but it's just cool and it works for 5e well. The next thing to talk about is his development of what he originally wrote as Dungeon Grappling into bringing it into 5e. So you have full rules for grappling that are actually exciting and interesting and use mechanics that you're familiar with, attack rolls and such. And you basically have this thing called control points and every character has a control maximum. If someone grapples you or forces an opening with a shield or a blade or whatever, they inflict damage against your control rather than your injury. The final thing I really like about Dragon Heresy is that he's made shields cool. And basically you can do more with them. They're not just something that adds to your AC. So there you go. That's my something out of the blue. Dragon Heresy, first edition variant by Douglas H. Cole. And that brings me to the end of something old, something new, something borrowed and something out of the blue. <laughs>